What you think, you see, and you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Welcome to the Think Better, Live Better podcast. We're your hosts, Mark and Angel Chernoff, New York Times bestselling authors and creators of the popular blog, Mark and Angel Hack Life. Today's episode is titled, Seven Mantras for Those Who Have Lost Their Motivation and Hope. Earlier today, Mark and I were sitting on a park bench eating a sandwich for lunch when an elderly couple pulled their car up under a nearby oak tree. They rolled down the windows and turned up some jazz music on the radio. Then the man got out of the car, walked around to the passenger side, and opened the door for the woman. He took her hand and helped her out of her seat, guided her about 10 feet away from the car, and then they slow danced for the next half hour under the oak tree. It was a beautiful sight to see. We could have watched them forever. And as they wrapped things up and started making their way back to the car, I clapped my hands in admiration. Perhaps doing so was obnoxious. Perhaps I should have just appreciated being a silent witness. But I was so caught up in the moment, so incredibly moved, that my hands came together before my conscious mind caught on. And I'm sincerely grateful they did, because what happened next inspired the words you're listening to now. The elderly couple slowly walked over to me with smiles on their faces. Thank you for the applause, the woman chuckled. Thank you, I immediately replied. You two dancing gives me hope. They both smiled even wider as they looked at us. Us dancing gives me hope too, the woman said as she grabbed the man's hand. But what you probably don't realize is that you just witnessed the power and beauty of second and third chances. What do you mean? I asked. My college sweetheart, my husband of 20 years, lost his life to cancer on my 40th birthday, she explained. And then my husband of six years died in a car accident when I was 52. As my mouth hung open, we all shared a quick moment of silence. Then the man put his arm around her and said, and I lost my wife of 33 years when I was 54. So what you see here before you, these dancing partners, this incredible love, this marriage of only three years between two kindred souls in their late 60s, all of this is what happens when you give yourself a second and third chance. Finding peace through painful experiences. You know, Angel and I have spent the rest of the day thinking about that beautiful couple, about second and third chances, and about how human beings find the motivation to keep going and keep loving and keep living despite the pain and grief and hopelessness that we all inevitably experience along the way at some point. And this topic really, you know, it hits home for Angel and I in a big way because about a decade ago, in a relatively short time, Angel and I dealt with significant, you know, severe, unexpected losses and life changes all back to back. Um, Angel lost her brother, uh, Todd, to suicide. We lost a mutual best friend, Josh, to cardiac arrest. Um, There was some financial unrest and loss of livelihood following a a breadwinning job loss and the downturn of the economy. Um, We broke ties with a loved one who was repeatedly betraying us. And we dealt with some pretty significant, uh, you know, business failure and turbulence in, in our business. Those experiences, you know, were all happening back to back and they were brutal. 
Um, and enduring them in quick succession really knocked us off course for quite a period of time. Um, for example, when Angel's brother passed, um, facing this reality while supporting her you know, grieving family was incredibly painful at times. Uh, there were moments when we shut the world out and avoided our loved ones who were grieving alongside us. We didn't want to deal with the pain, and so we coped by running away, by finding ways to numb ourselves with alcohol and pretty unhealthy distractions. Uh, and consequently, we grew physically ill while the pain continued to fester inside of us. We felt terrible for far too long. And getting to the right state of mind, um, one that actually allowed us to physically and emotionally move forward again, required diligent practice. Uh, because you better believe our minds were buried deep in the gutter, right? We uh, had to learn to consciously free our minds so that we could think straight and open ourselves to the next step. Uh, we learned that when you face struggles with an attitude of openness, open to the painful feelings and emotions you have, it's not comfortable, but you can still be fine and you can still step forward. Openness means you don't instantly decide that you know this is how it's going to to be, right? That this is absolutely just going to be a horrible experience. It means you admit that you don't really know what the next step will be like. And you'd like to understand the whole truth of the matter. It's a learning stance instead of one that assumes the absolute worst about your position in the world from this point forward. Um, the simplest way to initiate this mindset shift, proactive daily reminders. That's what Angel and I found. And so we'd like to talk about some mantras for finding motivation in hard times. It's all about keeping the right thoughts at the top of your mind so they're readily available when you need them most. For us, that meant sitting down quietly with ourselves every morning and reflecting on precisely what we needed to remember. We used short written reminders like the ones we're about to talk about. Sometimes we call them mantras or affirmations or prayers or convictions. But in any case, these daily reflections kept us motivated and on track by keeping grounded, peaceful, productive thoughts at the top of our minds, even when life got utterly chaotic. We ultimately discovered that peace does not mean to be in a place where there is no noise, trouble, or hard realities to deal with. Peace means to be in the midst of all those things while remaining calm in your head and strong in your heart. Challenge yourself to choose one of these reminders every morning and then sit quietly for two minutes while repeating it silently in your mind like a mantra. See how doing so gradually changes the way you navigate life's twists and turns and hard times. Never assume that you are stuck with the way things are now. Life changes every single second and so can you. You know, when hard times hit, there's a tendency to extrapolate and assume that the future holds more of the same. For some strange reason, this doesn't happen as much when things are going well in our lives. A laugh, a smile, and a warm, fuzzy feeling are fleeting and we know it. We tend to take the good times at face value in the moment for all they're worth and then we let them go. But when we're depressed or struggling or fearful, it's super easy to heap on more of the pain by assuming that tomorrow will be exactly like today. This is a cyclical self-fulfilling prophecy too. If you don't allow yourself to move past what happened and what was said and what was felt, you'll tend to look at your future through the same exact dirty lens and nothing will be able to focus your foggy judgment. You will keep justifying and reliving and fueling a perception 
that is worn out and mostly false. It is what it is. Accept it, learn from it, and grow from it. It doesn't matter what's been done. What truly matters is what you do from here. Realize that most people make themselves miserable simply by finding it impossible to accept life just as it is presenting itself right now. Don't be one of them. Let go of your fantasies. This letting go doesn't mean you don't care about something or someone anymore. It's just realizing that the only thing you really have control over is yourself in this moment. Oftentimes, letting go is simply changing the labels you place on a situation. It's looking at the same situation with fresh eyes and an open mind, and then taking the next step. Use pain, frustration, and inconvenience to motivate you rather than annoy you. You are in control of the way you look at life. Instead of getting angry, find the lesson. In place of envy, feel admiration. In place of worry, try your best to take action. In place of doubt, have a little faith. Again, your response is always more powerful than your circumstance. A tiny part of your life is decided by completely uncontrollable circumstances, while the vast majority of your life is decided by your responses to such circumstances. Where you ultimately end up is heavily dependent on how you play the hands you've been dealt over the years. The most effective way to move away from something you don't want is to move towards something you do want gradually and consistently. The key in building small daily rituals and understanding that what you do in small steps on a daily basis changes everything over time. This concept might seem obvious, but when hard times hit, we tend to yearn for instant gratification. We want things to get better, and we want it better now. And this yearning often tricks us into biting off more than we can chew. Mark and I have seen this transpire hundreds of times over the years. A course student wants to achieve a new milestone as fast as possible and can't choose just one or two small daily habits to focus on. So nothing worthwhile ever gets done. Let this be your reminder. Remind yourself that you can't lift a thousand pounds all at once, yet you can easily lift one pound a thousand times. Small, repeated, incremental efforts will get you there. Effort is never wasted even when it leads to disappointing results, for it always makes you stronger, more educated, and more experienced in the long run. So when the going gets tough, be patient and keep going. Just because you are struggling does not mean you're failing. Every great success requires some kind of struggle to get there. Again, it happens one day at a time, one step at a time. And the next step is always worth taking. Seriously, no matter what happens, no matter how far you seem to be away from where you want to be, never stop believing that you will make it. Have an unrelenting belief that the things will work out in your life, that the long road has a purpose, that things you may desire may not happen today, but they will happen in some capacity. Practice patience. And remember that patience is not about waiting. It's about the ability to keep a pretty good attitude while working diligently to make daily progress. Don't lower your standards, but do remember that removing your expectations of others is the best way to avoid being derailed by them. As you strive to make progress, you will inevitably encounter roadblocks in the form of difficult people. 
but realize that the greatest stress you go through when dealing with a difficult person is not fueled by the words or actions of this person. It is fueled by your mind that gives their words and actions importance. Inner peace and harmony begins the moment you take a deep breath and choose not to allow outside influences to dominate your thoughts, emotions, and actions. As you age, you'll learn to value your time, genuine relationships, meaningful work, and peace of mind much more. Little else will matter. Remember this, especially when the going gets chaotic and tough. Focus on what matters in each moment and let go of what does not. Eliminate needless distractions as much as possible. Realize that too often we focus our worry minds on how to do things quickly, when the vast majority of the things that we do quickly should not be done at all. We end up rushing out on another shopping trip or hastily dressing ourselves up just to impress others, just to feel better. But these quick fixes don't work in the long run. Stop investing so much of your energy into refining the wrong areas of your life. 10 years from now, it really won't matter what shoes you wore today, how your hair looked, or what brand of clothes you wore. What will matter is how you lived, how you loved, and what you learned along the way. Before we finish up, I want to briefly address the biggest elephant in the room. That elephant is losing someone you love. The elderly couple in the opening story of this episode, they lived through this kind of loss. Mark and I have lived through this kind of loss too. And although there are no words to make it easier, I want those who are presently coping with this kind of loss to know that the journey forward is worth it. The end is always the beginning. There's more beauty, a different kind of beauty, ahead. You see, death is an ending, which is a necessary part of living. And even though endings like these often seem ugly, they are necessary for beauty too. Otherwise, it's impossible to appreciate someone or something because they are unlimited. Limits illuminate beauty, and death is the definitive limit. A reminder that we need to be aware of this beautiful person and appreciate this beautiful thing called life. Death is also a beginning. Because while we have lost someone special, this ending, like the loss of any wonderful life situation, is a moment of reinvention. Although deeply sad, their passing forces us to reinvent our lives. And in this reinvention is an opportunity to experience beauty in new, unseen ways and places. And finally, of course, death is an opportunity to celebrate a person's life and to be grateful for the beauty they showed us. That's just a small slice of what living through deep loss has taught us. Just a short piece of a longer story that's still being written. A story of second and third chances, renewed hope and heartfelt dances. And the reminders that we just talked about will get you there one day at a time. Yeah, one day at a time, one step at a time. The ultimate cliche and yet so much truth in it. Um... Yeah, it's something we've talked we talk a lot about on this podcast and on our blog and our books and through our course and coaching and even at the the live events, right? Overcoming tough situations, right? Uh, all of us get stuck at some point. There's not a single human being at any age or uh, demographic that that is immune to it. Um, and yeah, that 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 elderly couple's um, uh, 
you know, their, their, their dance, their experience, their story of third chances, you know, at love is quite a remarkable reminder um, that it's always just the beginning, you know? And, and when we're in one of those dark seasons at one of those moments where there's an absolute um, U-turn or fork in the road, um, it's hard to see how it's not an ending only, you know? And yet the truth is, is the sun will rise the next day. Things will, we will grow from the experience in some way, um, or we will adapt, you know, in some way. Uh, life always adapts and mm-hmm. it always moves forward. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to underestimate, you know, how tough it is sometimes during these seasons just to get out of bed, right? Just to go to work, ju- just to do what is required of you on a daily basis. And so starting small, right, you know, during our dark season, um, what really helped us was just going for a walk every day, just getting out of bed and going for a walk and letting the sun hit our skin. And that was enough, right? That was enough for us to feel as though we were doing something and making progress. And so keep it small. You know, if you're struggling with motivation and hope, What's one small act that you can do today that you can do on a daily basis that can be repeatable? And then, you know, tracking that, you know, tracking that progress and reminding yourself like, okay, this is something that I'm going to do. And again, I'm not talking about anything heavy, but just like a five minute activity that you can do daily and then track that and remind yourself like this is just the beginning uh, I can I can make progress. Mm. Yeah, I mean, progress is everything. You know, quite frankly, progress is probably one of the most underspoken um, core parts of happiness. You know, um, doesn't matter what part of our life we're in and what season of our life, um, happiness is not being at the destination, right? It's not being at the perfect spot. Happiness on an average day is realizing and feeling that progress in your heart knowing, you know, I'm not there yet and there's a lot more work to be d- to do and and I'm struggling a little bit, but you know what? Like I can give myself credit for the fact that I've, I've come a few steps from where I was yesterday, right? And, and so to Angel's point, yes. I mean, if you're in a very dark season and everything is a struggle um, or if you're just trying to like get back on track a little bit, right? And things are okay, but you're, you know, you're, you're feeling like you're spinning your tires, Start tracking your progress. Figure out something small and repeatable that you can do daily. Um, something that's positive, like Angel and I, Angel said. You know, like at our darkest time, like we were kind of stuck in the lull, like turning to unhealthy distractions. And so we said, you know what, a daily ritual of a walk where we actually talk and and and, and face a couple problems together and, and kind of share what's on our mind is important. Um, uh, a, a little bit of healthy reading was important then. You know, and so we started these little practices and that was it. There was nothing more than that. It was like, you know, 20 minutes of reading and a 20 minute walk and that was it. And we tracked it and we tracked what we learned from the reading and we we, we tracked some of the, the self-reflections from the conversations that were had on the walk and the ideas that came to us on the walk. Um, and then we could look back on the little those little journal entries that were very short, you know, just very quick hits. And that was allowing us to see the progress. So we were tracking things, like we were writing down some of the things that we learned and, and some of the ahas. Um, and it, it wasn't so that we would do anything more than have a place of reference for the days where we where we needed to look back and look at the progress we had been making. So it's just a good reminder. Um, 
All of us need to see progress in our lives, and it doesn't matter how much progress. Even the tiniest little little step forward is important to reflect on during those tough seasons. Yeah. And if you're new to our work, we do also have three books that you can buy at a traditional bookstore or download um, the audiobook version. Remember, what you think, you see, you ultimately become. Think better, live better. Think better, live better.